Welcome to my testimony podcast. This is Takia. I'm your host. And I thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast and also listening to this episode. I pray that you are just filled with peace. You know, as you're listening to this episode, I pray and I speak for life over you and the Lord's abundance and faithfulness. I just want to remind you that God is for you. He is not against you and he is always watching over you. Even when it feels like he's not there, he is there for he is that good and that faithful to you. And so what I want to do to encourage us before we get into the testimony, I want to read real briefly from Ezekiel chapter 34 and just read a passage here that talks about the Lord being our shepherd. Um, This particular section is titled the Lord God will seek them out. And you know, it's talking about the Lord being a shepherd. He's always leading us, always guiding us, always bringing us into the land and to the habitation that he wants us to occupy. And so it's amazing when you just think about the God of the whole universe, our, our Lord, our savior, our redeemer, our heavenly father. He is the one who created all things and he is leading us (laughs) as his sheep. You know, we are children of God. And I mean, like that is such a blessing in itself. And so I want to start off with a reading from verse 11, and then I'll just read down to verse 15, actually verse 16. So it starts off with this for God, for thus says the Lord God, behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and I will seek them out as a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered. So will I seek out my sheep. And I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the ravens and in the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture and on the mountain heights of Israel shall they their grazing land shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost and I will bring back the strayed and I will bind up the injured and I will strengthen the weak and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. Amen. Praise God for being that good shepherd who is constantly seeking us, constantly guiding us, constantly renewing us, strengthening us and just binding up our wounds and just healing us. Right. God is always doing that. And most of all, he does it for his glory. He does it for his name's sake. And at the foundation of it all is love, his love for us. And so I pray that you are encouraged by that particular passage. Today on the podcast, we have Nina Plymouth. Her mission is to help other women live their best lives in Christ by helping them grow in the word, prayer, and community. She currently resides in New York, and her testimony today really showcases that the Lord is our shepherd. So let's go ahead and hear her testimony. Hi, my name is Nina, and this is the story about how God called me to move to New York and how he made it happen. So let's go back to 2015. 
2015, I had just finished um, school. I actually finished college a little bit early. I went to a college called Nyack College in Nyack, New York. And while I was there, I learned so much about God. And I was surrounded by people who were part of different industries, looking to be involved in different industries. And I was able to learn so much while I was there. And I wanted to go move somewhere else, you know, somewhere far. I didn't want to go back. I'm originally from Boston and I didn't want to go. But I felt like the Lord was really just telling me that I need to go back to Boston. So I dragged my feet against my own will and I went back to Boston. But I knew that, like, I was going to go back to New York. I knew that New York was in my heart. I knew that I had a burden, that the Lord literally put a burden on my heart for New York. So I went back home and I was literally home for about four years. Now, a lot happened in those four years. But again, I think that's I think that's going to have to be a, a, a different a different story from a different time. But essentially, um, 2019, I was at my church one day and I have a I had a moment where I pretty much felt like the Lord was just telling me, um, you know, serve your heart out and learn as much as you can, but you won't be here for that much longer. So I didn't really understand because I was like, I don't know how, what, what, whatever. But I have a note on my phone in the note app that's called Stuff God Says. Whenever I feel like God puts an impression on my heart or just tells me something or is leading me something or shows me a picture or whatever, I write it down and I date it so that I can go back to it. So I wrote it down, moved on with my life. Fast forward to March of 2019. I had a moment where I came to New York slash New Jersey. They're right next to each other. But um, I where I was in Jersey for my friend's birthday. And so I went to Jersey for my friend's birthday and we were in the city. We were doing different things. And I just really felt like for some reason, like God was calling me to move to New York like it was time for me to move to New York so the funny thing about this though is that I really wanted to move to New York a lot of times before this moment and there were several moments where I literally was like God is it time and he would just say no and knowing that he was calling me to be there knowing that I had a calling there and I would say God is it time he would say no and then I said God is it time he said no and I remember one time I was in New York because I would visit New York frequently to visit my friends, visit their churches, visit different things that were going on. One time I was at a church in New York and literally um, I went to a church in New Bedford, Massachusetts. And one time I was like, God, New York. He was like New Bedford. And I was like, oh, shoot. OK, so I'm like, all right, let me just take my butt back home. But in any case, here we are at a time where God's telling me that I feel like it's time to come to New York. That time where he was calling me to move to New York was the time that I literally felt like so unprepared. Like I had no money saved. I had nothing. I really had nothing going on. I didn't have a job, like a stable full-time job for like four years after college. Um, I did some stuff here and there to make money, but I didn't really have a job job. I mean, that's sometimes what happens when you go to school and study Jesus. And I was prepared for that. But I think part of it definitely was the Lord's doing, just me not even having a job during that time because I applied trust me I applied I tried to go places I tried to do things <laughs> and literally everything was closed like I'm talking bible teacher jobs no opportunity work at work at a church no opportunity apply to PetSmart no call back <laughs> like I was just like what is going on but it was just God blocking it because again he had a plan and so again I'm here I feel like God's telling me to move to New York 
And I feel like there's like a grace. There's like peace. That's how I kind of felt it. And I was just like, okay. So then, you know, I go and I start praying about it because I'm like, you know, I think I'm supposed to move to New York. So then I start getting all crazy with it. I start telling my friends like, hey, God told me to move to New York. They're like, oh, that's cool. Like, what's the plan? Like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but I just feel like God's telling me I'm going to move to New York. They was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, God told me to move to New York. I had my closest friend, one of my closest friends. I could literally hear the doubt in her voice as I was telling her. And I literally said it to her on the phone. And she didn't confirm nor deny it. But I could hear how she was just like, this girl is crazy. So I told her, I told people, and I remember pressure was on I was like okay like how is this gonna happen like what were we doing and I'm praying and I literally every time like my, one of my things that I have um experience in is childcare. so several times I felt like I was gonna go and look for a job maybe being like a nanny or something in a city or something like that and every time I went to go do it I felt like I didn't really have peace about it like I just felt like something in me was just like this isn't it like this is not what you need to be doing and one day, it was so funny because I literally feel like this was God. So I go and I like, I ask God, I'm like, God, can I go on care.com? Because I kept on asking him, should I download the app? Should I do this? Should I do that? And one day he finally just said yes. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go, I down my, download my little care.com app. I'm looking for jobs and I just feel like stressed. Like, I'm looking for jobs. I'm looking at the different places, locations, the salaries, the kids, the this, the that. And I feel stressed. And I feel like I just heard God say, this is what happens when you try to do things by yourself. And I was like, dang, that's really deep. So I, I obviously, you know, got off the care.com. <laughs> and I went to my prayer closet and I was praying. And I remember one day, I believe this was like in about April at this point. So one day I'm, I'm in my prayer closet. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. I'm like, God, I need a job. God, I need you to like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you, this is what you're saying. You got to make it happen. So I'm praying. And literally, I feel like God was just like, God was just like out of the blue when I was praying. I heard him say, if you don't move by, I believe he said July. I think he said July or August. I don't forget what he said. He said, if you don't move by July, you're going to start finding excuses to stay. And I was just like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, I don't have a job. You are the one who sent me to this school to be a Bible major, to study Jesus, to, to, to literally get a bachelor's degree and take out student loans to study Jesus. And now you're telling me to move to New York. And if I don't leave, we're in April. And if I don't leave by July, like, I'm going to start finding excuses to stay. I'm like, nah, this is wild. So at that point, I was just like, yeah, you just going to have to make a way for this one. So then um, fast forward to, I believe it was about May, May or June, like the first week of June, the last week of May, whatever, something like that. Um, I just remember it was in May, actually. So it was in May. And I remember I had... I was going to a church at the time and it was a big church. It was an awesome church. Um, I didn't even know that's again, this is so many stories, but God sent me to this church. That was, I was going to church. I was like 15 minutes away from my house for like three years because like, again, like it was just God who kind of put on my heart to go to that church and how he orchestrated everything. Little did I know it was like a whole, 
essentially mega church type of thing. There were different campuses, different locations. I had no idea. I just knew that the Holy Spirit told me I need to be there. And I was there. I served faithfully. I went to the ministry school there and I learned so much about the Lord and so much about ministry. And I'm just eternally grateful for my experience there and for that obedience there. But I literally was at church. Um, I was at church one day and I had heard about, um, I just felt like God was saying next Sunday is your last day at church. So I was just like, what the heck? Now to give a little context, I actually forgot about this part, but somewhere in between April and May, I went to a trip to New York and I actually found out about an opportunity to serve at a church. I ended up having this meeting with somebody that I went to college with who was a pastor and he's a church planter and that's my current pastor. But we had this meeting with him and one of my other friends who was attending this church at the time and it was not planned. It was not scripted. And when we had that meeting, he essentially was just like, well, we, I told him, I was like, well, I feel like God's telling me to move to New York. And he was like, oh, well, we would love to have you come serve at this church. And I was just like, okay, let me pray about it because I'm not about to just take an opportunity because it sounds good. Cause again, like, experience you learn like you can't just take every opportunity that just sound like it makes sense and when I prayed I felt like God told me to follow up about it and I did but you know nothing was really set in stone because it was just a conversation I had at a Panera Bread on a random Monday you know or Tuesday morning it was you know it was just so random so literally in April no in May now out of the blue when I'm in worship I'm literally worshiping and I feel like God is saying next Sunday is your last Sunday. And I was like, what? And he said it multiple times. Next Sunday is your last Sunday. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, next Sunday is your last Sunday. I'm like, I don't even have a job. I don't have an opportunity. I don't have nothing waiting for me. I don't understand. But I heard it several times and I just know from the way that the Lord speaks to me. I'm like, all right, this has to be God. So I told my leaders, like people that I was serving under, I told them that, hey, like, next Sunday is my last Sunday and I just told them because that was all the notice I had and you know again there was a lot of people who were putting their hand to the plow there so um I feel like it wasn't like some big like oh my gosh Nina's leaving but um so I I did tell them that and then the next Sunday was my last Sunday so I was like okay last Sunday so then that Sunday came I said goodbye to everyone I was low-key sad didn't really know what was happening but I said to God I said God so what are we doing next week like what's happening So when I said that, he told me to go visit this church in New York. Now, again, as I said, I frequented New York. So sometimes I would go because I didn't have a full-time job thing, whatever. I would go to New York for a couple of days. I would go to New York for a week. I would just go. I would stay with my friends. Sometimes I would stay in a hotel. Like, it was just the thing that I did. But this particular church that I felt like he was telling me to visit was a church that I hadn't been to in maybe, like, nine months or so. Like, at least a good nine, ten months in all my trips to New York in the, in that like time frame, So I heard him tell me, go visit this church. And my friend goes to that church. So then I was like, okay, I called my friend on the spot. I said, Hey, are you going to be around next Sunday? Because she's going to like grad school, like two hours away. I was like, you're going to be around next Sunday. She's like, yes. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go to church for your church with you next Sunday. She was like, okay. So then I get to, so Sunday comes, I literally go to New York just to go to this church. I go, worship happened actually matter of fact me and my friend we were really late <laughs> i don't like being late for church but for some reason every time i go to church with this specific friend we always late i don't know pray for us um but we were late and when we were late um we like missed most of worship and then the the but 
what I what I did get from worship, I was just kind of like, okay, like this is cool. Didn't really feel like God was like saying something like crazy to me during worship. Didn't really feel like God was saying something crazy to me during the word. I, I couldn't tell you what the sermon was about. But I actually had another engagement after that because I since I found out I was going to New York the following Sunday, I actually ended up agreeing to go take pictures at this church. I do like photography stuff. I do a lot of different stuff. But one of the things I do do is photography and light videography work. So I was going to go to another church to help them take pictures and make videos for a website and a fundraiser they were doing. So I had to be there at a specific time. And it was like the next town over or two towns over. So I had to kind of leave at a certain time. So I see the time for services going over a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I got to go. But what happened was, is my key, my car key got caught. This church specifically, it meets in a movie theaters. And so the seats are obviously movie theater seats. And my key got caught in between the seats and I couldn't get it out. So I was just like, what the heck? (laughs) So I was trying to leave. And then he says, let us pray. And I was like, okay, service is almost done. After fighting, he said, let's pray. I was like, okay, let me just chill because service is almost done. Pastor starts praying. Prayer starts getting tight long. I'm just like, okay, I don't know how much longer this is going to go on, but I'm going to grab my key. I was obedient to Jesus. I'm trying to grab my key. My key still caught. So then he ends the prayer. And then at that point, I was like, well, I might as well just, you know, stay till the end because service is done. Say hi to the pastor. I haven't seen him in like literally, I mean, almost a year at that point. So I was like, let me just say hi to the pastor. So after service, I was like, hey, how are you doing? But pastor so-and-so. And we're talking. And he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, man. I was like, I feel like God. I was like, I was like oh, I'm going to move to New York. I feel like God's telling me to move to New York. He was like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, what's your plan? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I just know that God's telling me to move to New York. And then he was like, oh, well, have you, um, you should talk to such and such person at the church that I also knew. He was like, oh, this specific Christian school is looking for teachers. So I was like, all right, bet. Like, this school is looking for teachers. Like, maybe this is why God had me come here, right? All lit, all excited. Go talk to so-and-so. So-and-so was like, yeah, pretty much. You know, if you just have a degree, they'll probably hire you, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, okay, cool. So they and I, I submit my resume. She invites me to come in. The principal invites me to come in for an interview. So I go in, I literally drive to New York specifically for this interview. I literally get to the interview and it was her and another staff and they were just pretty much, it wasn't really an interview as much as it was them telling me how unqualified I was for this. And I was just like, okay. So like, they were just like, yeah. So like, I don't understand. Like, so why, why do you like pretty much, asking me like why do I want to work here like you don't really have classroom experience like you don't have formal classroom experience we see you have experience working with teenagers and we see you have experience working with children but you don't really have classroom experience so I was like yeah I understand they were like yeah maybe if we had a bible bible teacher position like that would be better for you but I just don't know and like literally the whole time they were just talking about how unqualified I was and I was literally just like I couldn't even argue. I was like, yeah, you know, I understand. I understand completely. And then the principal says, the on, the the main reason or pretty much the only reason why she agreed to meet with me is because I was so highly recommended by this pastor. And the pastor was just saying, because the pastor, he actually used to be, 
he's a church planter now, but he used to be a young, the young adult pastor at the church that was affiliated with the school. So he was just like, yeah, he was just saying, you have to, you just have to meet her. Like you just have to meet her. And literally that's the only reason why she met with me. So I was just like, dang, this lady just had me drive to New York <laughs> to tell me how unqualified I was. Like this joy is wild. So I go back to my car and I sit there and I cry. Cause I'm like, yo, God, what is this? I remember I, even just thinking about it now, like tears coming to my eyes. I was literally just like, this is crazy. And there was a time where actually um, before, while I was at my old church in Massachusetts, I went to this ministry school, which again, like I felt like God called me to go to that ministry school. So at the time where God called me to go to that ministry school, I had the opportunity to actually be a teacher around that same time to be a Bible teacher at a Christian school in Massachusetts. So I, and in all, I think it was like maybe at that point, the two, three years I was living in Massachusetts since I graduated from college, never was there a Bible teacher job available. Like I would look, there was nothing. Bible teacher jobs are very, very hard to come across for like um, elementary, middle school, high school level. So especially like out here. So I saw one around the time that I was going to go to my ministry school. And I literally went to the interview. And when I went to the interview, it was not an interview. It was literally the principal of that school in Massachusetts was walking me around and showing me where I would teach and showing me curriculum and literally was also ready to have me teaching other subjects as well that were not Bible. And I was just like, yo, this is wild. But the thing is, is that I, I just, the lady told me the hours that I would need to be there to teach those kids. And it didn't line up with my ministry school schedule. And I just had to remember that like, yo, God was calling me to go to the school. Essentially, I had to, I, my prayer was just like, if the hours line up, then I could do both. But if the hours don't line up, then I can't do both. So, and the school was, the school was, the ministry school was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so I had Monday and Friday off. So if I could put my classes Monday and Friday, that would have worked out. But the principal of the school would said no. So then when I'm in that moment where I go to this other interview for a Christian school, and they're telling me how unqualified I was. I go to my car. I'm crying. I'm like, God, if I had had the experience from this other place, I would have been able to get this job. Because, but I didn't, I was not able to take this job because you told me to go to this ministry school. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, this is not adding up. Like, I really be looking at God. And, you know, I really learned from this experience. One of the things I definitely learned is that sometimes there's things that it's like you want to do it and you could do it. But, like, God, he doesn't allow you to do it or he prevents you from doing certain things. And he does things in certain ways so that he can get the glory from it. It's not just about, like, you doing whatever you can to achieve X, Y, Z. It's about god getting the glory from it and when you can do it by yourself he don't always get the glory from that you think of the story of gideon in the bible where literally god went from he took all those men all the way down to 300 to fight a whole army why not because they couldn't have won with more men but because with 300 men y'all already know that it's only god that could make that happen and that was one of the things that i learned through this experience but in that moment, it, I just really didn't understand. I said, I think I stayed in my hotel, whatever. I, I drove back to Boston. And then in addition to that, 
So the pastor, my pastor friend, who I acquaintance rather at the time, rather I spoke to him and he was the one telling me about, oh yeah, we'd love to have you at the church. The church also has housing, right? So I was just like, okay, like, you know, I followed up, but I didn't really get much follow up. And I was like, communication was kind of rough for like, from the time we had that conversation, like it was just kind of rough. So like, I didn't really know if that was like really like something that I was going to do because, but either way I knew like, God, you're going to have to make this happen because I can't, I don't have the resources. I don't have the skills. I don't have the resume. I don't have it. I cannot make this happen on my own. And then I was able to organize something with the pastor or whatever after like all these, like when I tell you the different experiences I had with the communication really made me feel like maybe this wasn't where I was going to end up. Like it was actually quite deep. And there were moments that I was crying. There was moments I really didn't understand. And I remember that there was even, we got to a point where I actually had, I literally had three move-in dates before I actually ended up moving in, finally. So I actually, that opportunity did end up working out. And that's where I've been work. I've been serving at the same church and living for the past, like, almost two years now. But during that process, like, I had three move-in dates. You can imagine that if you're going through a process where it's like, you know, you if you're going through a process where you, you think you're going to move somewhere and then the date gets pushed back and then you're like, oh, you're going to move this date and then the date gets pushed back. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it really can create a sense of like, is this really going to happen? Like, I don't know. But there was a lot of things happening here as well. So that I was obviously not aware of that was making the process not as smooth as it could have been. In any case. The opportunity ended up working out, like I said. So finally, we get to August, and we get to August, and I finally have a move-in date. So then I have a move-in date, and that's my move-in date. I'm supposed to move to New York on a Monday, right? And I get a call on Thursday, the Thursday before I'm going to move to New York. And it's the principal from the school that I go to the interview at who told me, who pretty much told me how unqualified I was for this position. And she calls me and she's just like, hi, would you feel comfortable teaching science and math? And I was just like, yes. So essentially, I ended up getting this job to be a teacher at this school. And God made it happen. Despite the fact that I really was not qualified for this job, God made it happen. And he literally made it happen. I was moving to New York. I didn't even know where I was going to work. I don't know what was going to happen. I didn't even have that much money in my bank account, to be honest. Not the most fiscally responsible thing to do. But I didn't have a job for like four years. So what do you expect? (laughs) So essentially, though, like I moved. I was going to move on Monday. She said that, oh, um, would you feel comfortable teaching this? I would have to run it by the board first, but essentially da 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 da. So then I ended up coming on Monday and I ended up meeting with the principal and then the board said it was okay for me to work there. So then the board said I was going to work it was okay for me to work there and school started in like 2 weeks. So I literally had like not school but like the whole like come to work and set up your classroom. I had no idea. It was it was crazy experience, but God, that's how pretty much I feel like how God put it together where I from from the last weekend in March to August I was able to somehow move to New York and have a job 
in an industry that I don't have any formal experience in and have a place to live, not to mention that the place where I live, I live at my church. My church has housing. So essentially, my housing is super cheap because of the fact that I serve at the church. So it's almost like they compensate me for how I serve with my housing. So when I tell you this was God, like this is just all God, like, it was all God. And that's my testimony. Yeah. You know, so how did you feel like stepping into this job that, you know, it wasn't something that you said you had experience with, right? And then just shortly after getting it, you had to start teaching. So how did, how did you feel about that? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I can definitely say, and I think most college graduates can admit to some extent, is that college teaches you a level of finessery that um, <laughs> you just don't have before you're there. I think going to college prepared me to just figure things like it, it heightened my problem solving skills for sure. Um, because if you have a paper and papers due at 10 in the morning and you don't really have anything written down, you don't even fully understand the assignment. Like you just start getting creative real fast. You start calling people, you start doing all kinds of stuff. And I feel like there's a lot that happens when you're in school, especially if you're working or you're doing different things or you're balancing different things, you kind of learn how to problem solve a little bit better. So I think that there was that. And then also most of my experience of job experience outside of um, outside, I mean, not really outside of anything, but most of my experience outside of working, I worked for a nonprofit organization that was like, I did stuff with like, it was a Christian organization. We did stuff with homelessness. Pretty much every other thing on my resume involves working with children or working with teenagers. And I was also like a Bible tutor in college as well. For like the Old Testament, New Testament literature and like an introductory theology class. So I have a level of like people skills. I have people skills. I have skills of working with children. I have skills of working with teenagers. It was just a matter of now translating that into like what it means to be a teacher. So I would just like do base things off like, you know, how my teachers were when I was younger. Um, and then I would also just like problem solve like I don't understand something problem solve go to the internet look things up talk to another teacher who seems like they're they're open to it and I had a teacher mentor too um but the teacher mentor we didn't even meet for like the first two months of school so you could imagine that I was just literally just out here um but I think ultimately like I I think what has kept me there um what has kept me there while during my time there for the past two years has been just knowing that God called me to be here. Obviously, I need a paycheck to live, but God called me to be there. And I've, I've been so grateful for my time mm -hmm. there. And to be honest, if I could add, like, again, I have another testimony in the making because I feel like my time there is up. And I'm just kind of looking at God like, so what are we doing? Because I'm going to leave my job that you call me to. And I couldn't even fight that one now because... It's like, you the one who brought me here. And I was kind of scared. Me and my rational, logical mind would not leave this job. But I know that, like, again, there's another testimony in the making. And so I'm grateful for this opportunity for sure. Yeah. And that that's encouraging because it shows that, right, like God is the one who qualifies us. He knew what you can do before you step into the into the school, you know, into that position. So praise God for that. Mm -hmm. What um what changed in the principal's heart? Did you ever find out? Did you, did you ever ask her like, well, why all of a sudden did you call me back? 
to be honest, I don't know if anything changed in her heart, but I'm pretty sure that if I could just put two and two together, uh, they were school was gonna start in about three weeks, and they had no teacher for a whole grade. Wow, that's kind of like you know sometimes it's hard, like especially like like these small Christian schools, it can be very challenging for them sometimes to be able to find people who can commit to teaching and at, at those places so I think that was part of it but I think she just knew I think something in her also I think I've heard her actually say that something in her was just kind of like I don't know maybe it was just God's favor and I know it's crazy because she actually will say and she said this in front of other people she always says like you surprised me she said you surprised me because there was other people at my job you have to understand like there was other people at my job like who were more qualified than me and were not teaching and not managing their classroom as well as I was. And I was teaching three grades. You know what I'm saying? So like the classes, they switch classes and stuff in the middle school. So for me, that's just kind of like, wow. Like she literally told me that like, I do a better job than people who have like masters. And I was just like, well, <laughs> Jesus. Right. Yeah, that's amazing because it's like, to me, it shows that like the Lord on the inside of you is ministering to her, you know, and who knows how much of an impact you are to her just from her observing you. But it definitely shows that, you know, with the Lord even putting you there, you're impacting her life as well as everybody else that you're encountering as well. So praise God for that. Praise God for your testimony and just this whole journey and showing us that his hand was upon it all, even in the times it looked like, you know, he wasn't. So it's been a blessing to have you here, Nita, share your testimony. I appreciate it. No problem. It's been a blessing to be here. Amen. Talk to you soon and enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye, Bye now. Praise God for Nina's testimony. That was a blessing to hear the Lord just move her into the place that he wanted her to dwell and be and occupy, right? Like praise the Lord for that. And if this testimony has blessed you or impacted you or even gave you like a new perspective of the Lord in your life, please share with us, interact with us on our forms. Um, it is on our website, mytestimonypodcast.com. You can join us there in the forums and just give us feedback and comment on the different testimonies you've heard on the podcast. I would love to hear more from you and just where are you from as well? Where are you listening to this podcast right now? Please share with us. Let us know. Um, how far this testimony is reaching. Also, you can reach me on Instagram, my testimony podcast. I would love to have you follow me there and just keep up to date on everything that we're doing here um, on this podcast platform. And um, if you have your testimony that you would like to share and be on the podcast, just testifying of the goodness of the Lord in your life, either one of those platforms will work for you to reach out to me. I would love to just um, sit down with you and, and just hear everything that the Lord has done for you in your life. May it be a blessing to, to you as well and to other people because you know what one thing I always hear from people is that when they share their own testimony it blesses them too <laughs> it gets them to recall and remember the good things that um, the Lord has done for them in their lives so praise God for that I pray that you have been blessed today by uh, the testimony you heard as well and I just speak for peace as you go about the rest of your day or your, or your evening and so I'm Takia I'm your host this is my testimony podcast where we always encourage you to share your testimony.